Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Lord, what is man that you are so mindful of him, that you even think of him, that you will send your only begotten son to come and die to save him. Lord, for what you have done, we are grateful. We thank you. Accept our worship in Jesus' name. This morning, as we approach once again your throne, we ask for grace, we ask for the Holy Spirit, the teacher, to teach us, open the eyes of our hearts that we may see, open our understanding that we may understand. Lord, transform our hearts with the great power of your word. Dear Holy Spirit, have your way, have your way, have your way. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And everyone shouted, Amen. Amen. Wow. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> You're welcome to the inspiration service. All right. Um, is this the best sound? Okay, it's fine. Reduce the bass just a little bit. Um, I want to find out how many, how many of you where are the all-night prayer meeting? Can you stand? All right, from this service. Okay, thank you very much. You may be seated. How many here are single? How many in this service, you are single, you are not married? Can you stand? Let me see you. Please kindly obey my instructions. Thank you very much. Now, how many of you here who are single, um, we're not at yesterday's single. If, if you were here, you, if you were here last night, you, you should be seated. All right. The rest of you, okay, you may be seated as well. Turn your Bibles to Genesis 26. Last week, we began to share about the greatness of Isaac. I, I'm sure some of you are wondering why I made you stand up. All right. I, I, have, I, have, I, will not, I will not make even one comment about it. Okay. Because I believe I've said enough for those of us who come for first service. And your non-participation in other important programs of the church. So, I've said what I've, what I've said. It's up to you to choose how you want to live your life. Shabaya. <laughs> That's it. Now, say with me, the greatness of Isaac... In Genesis chapter 26 from verse 1, the Bible says, And there was a famine in the land, okay, beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And the Lord appeared to him and said unto him, Go not into Egypt, dwell in the land where I will show that I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in this land and I will be with you and I will bless you. Amen. And unto thee and unto thy seed, I will give these countries. And on and on and on. And the Bible says, and Isaac dwelt in Gerar. In other words, Isaac changed his mind. He changed his original plan of going down to Abimelech, 
when God appeared to him and spoke to him, he was able to make a midstream adjustment and a change and a, a take a new decision to follow the Lord. And he followed and obeyed the Lord. Look to verse 12, verses 12 to 14. Then Isaac sowed in the land and received in the same year an hundredfold and the Lord cursed him. What does the Bible say? Hello, hello, hello. What does the Bible say? Shout it like you mean it. Shout it like you are reading it. Shout it like you want the whole of Cape Coast to hear. Read on. And the Lord blessed him. And what happened to him? I can't hear you. Okay. Listen. You are speaking about your future. What, what you are seeing and reading about Isaac is not, about, it's not only about Isaac. You are speaking concerning your own future. So read it as if we are reading about you and not about Isaac. Ready, go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Read on. For he had. And the Philistines envied him. Some people are about to envy you. Some people are about to be jealous of you because of the kind of blessing that God is bringing your way. Shout hallelujah. Shout a believing amen. All right. Now we began to identify some important uh, principles here that um, made Isaac great. But there are so many of them, but you always have to highlight a few. Okay. And the first we said last week was his ability or the master key of following God. Isaac's ability to hear from God and to follow God and to follow God's instruction. Amen. Now we read, or as we read, it said, and the Lord appeared to him, do you see? And said unto him, don't go to this place where he was going. All right. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is that, how did the Lord appear to him? And let me also ask you a question. If the Lord really appeared to you and gave you an advice, would you obey? Oh, you not answer me. If the Lord appeared to you and gave you an advice, would you obey or would you not obey? How many things you will obey? All right. Now, if the Lord appeared, I mean like the Lord appearing in strength, in power, in majesty, angels and everything and arrived in your room and spoke to you. Are you likely to obey? I'm saying, are you? No, I'm I'm asking a question. Okay. What about if the Lord appeared to you in a dream? Would you also obey? Okay. What about if the Lord appeared to you through a still small voice? You'll obey. What about if the Lord appeared to you through your pastor? If the Lord appeared to you through your pastor, you said, oh, come for an all night. If the Lord appeared to you and said, through your pastor and said, come, there's a single mingle program, come, through your pastor. If the Lord appeared to you through your pastor and said, come for Tuesday service. If the Lord appeared to you through your pastor and said, come for a convention. If the Lord appeared to you through your pastor and said, come for fasting and prayer, fasting and prayer. 
if the Lord appeared to you and said, come again, you came for Sunday morning, but come again Sunday afternoon, come for Sunday afternoon school, there's a class, come again. You see that the voices have reduced. Can I tell you something? Many of us have never recognized the Lord. Even though you said, if the Lord, said the Lord appeared, who is, who, is, who is the one? Look at which verse you are still on. We are talking about God appearing to, verse 2. Backtrack. You see, when, when, when we read the Bible, you have to think about it. You have to think about it. How did the Lord appear to him? When I say the Lord appeared to him and spoke to him, how did he appear to him? In what way? And you have to ask yourself, you also, has the Lord been appearing to you? God has appeared to many of us many times, but we never saw him. We never recognized him. (laughs) And you are not likely to recognize him as he's appearing to you today or tomorrow. If you don't grow in your understanding and knowledge of him. That's what the Bible said, grow in the knowledge, the understanding, your knowledge and understanding about of the Lord, you have to grow in it. Because many traditional ways of understanding things, that's not how it is. Some of us still have a certain picture of the devil. That, that, so Satan has spoken to you many times, but you never saw that it was Satan. Because his voice was not like how you have heard people talk about the devil. Because in your mind, the devil's voice sounds some hoarse voice. Okay, so any voice that doesn't sound that way is not the devil. For many of us, we still have the picture that Satan has. He has a black face. Satan is a black man. He has a black face. He has some to some Dracula type of teeth with some two horns eh, with a long tail with an arrow at the end of the tail. And he has claws and he's holding a three-pronged fork. Yeah. That, that's the picture of Satan that you have. And how many of you have truly, you've even had a dream and you saw something like that? Have you seen something like in a dream? Blessed are you amongst men. <laughs> yeah. You are never likely to see the devil like that. If you, if you ever do, that's why I'm saying that blessed are thou amongst, if you ever see that, if he appears, he forgot, Satan forgot to change himself. He forgot to change. And then before he realized he has appeared, Yeah. But if he was really moving to town, that's not how he would dress. Yeah. A few times that Jesus addressed Satan directly, some of the times, apart from the temptation in the, in the, in the wilderness, that one we don't even know how he appeared. But another time he said, get behind me, Satan. He was talking to a human being. And he was talking to one of his own friends and disciples. Somebody that he had just preached to and said, you are the rock. God is making you into a rock. Flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you. You are Peter, the rock. Upon this rock I will build my church. Next moment he said, Satan, get behind me. So how does Satan look like? How does Satan sound like? How does God look like? How does God sound like? And God appeared to him and spoke to him. Am I communicating? So, we need to grow up and understand how God operates. Amen. Amen. And we need to grow up and recognize God and recognize God's voice and recognize God's directions. Hallelujah. So, the Lord appeared to him 
and spoke to him. And he was able to adjust. Everybody say adjust. He was on a journey. He was on a journey already. He had taken off on the journey. He has taken off on a journey. Look at verse 1. Go back to verse 1. There was a famine. And then Isaac went unto Abimelech, unto the king of the Philistines, unto Gerar. And he was on his way to Egypt. And God appeared to him and said what? What did God, God say to him? Go not down into Egypt. Don't go to Egypt. He was on the way. And God said, no, just go to where I will show you. I want to ask you, do you have the ability to change when God speaks to you? Do you have the ability to turn around? Every Christian must have maneuverability. The ability to maneuver. You should be able to make swift turns. Hmm? And I'll give you a few turns you should be able to make as a Christian. You have to be able to make right turns, left turns, hmm? and you have to be able to make U turns. You have to be able to make S turns. You have to be able to stop. You have to be able to reverse. And you have to be able to go forward. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. You turn. You turn. Look, if you are going to walk with God, eh, I'm telling you, you turn. See tense. Left, right, backwards, reverse, move forward. Huh? If you are stiff in your ways, God will leave you longest time. When I say God will leave you, you see, we are supposed to follow God. Follow. God is not following you. You, you and I are to follow him. So when God is moving like that, God is moving this way and then he turns this way. And they say, ah, uh, what? he said, we were going straight before. We were going straight before. You were going straight before. But God has moved this way. He has shifted this way. He said, I was going straight before, so I will keep going. God has left you longest time. He's on another tangent. You are also still in your old ways. See, I'm changing. See, I'm learning to follow God. Hallelujah. So, your ability to follow God and to follow the voice of God is very important. Now, don't, don't, that does not mean that, that does not mean that every day you are making, excuse me to say, stupid and foolish decisions claiming that it is the voice of God. I mean, today, shoom, tomorrow, shoom, to the next time, shoom. We see you today, you are with this sister. I say, oh, God has spoken to me about this sister. Next moment, shoom. Say, oh, God has spoken to me. God has changed his mind. I, I saw the spirit moving from the left to the, to the right. The, the spirit has moved from, from Mary to, uh, uh, to, 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 to Paulina. And the spirit has moved from Paulina now to Paul. And, and you are making such whatever all these... Um, uh, things in the name of the Lord. Look, grow up. Grow up. Tell your friend, grow up. Hallelujah. But I'm talking about really following God. You should be able to. Alright, so this was somebody who had made his mind was on a journey and God said, look, stop. Move this way. Okay, so expect God to change your plans. Expect God to change your plans. Some of you, maybe the person you are going to marry, God will appear to you and say, no, you're on the wrong path. You're on the wrong road. You're on the wrong road. You should be able to stop and reverse. Amen. The life you are living, you are, you are, you are steeped in fornications, adulteries, and all kinds of things. You need to be able to stop, 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 stop and reverse. Reverse your car, reverse your life. Come back. Move out of that situation. Come back. Come back before the Lord and, and, and let, 
Let and seek God's mercy and let God redirect your path out of this kind of lifestyle. Some of you are in the wrong, wrong association, wrong friends. The reason why you are not doing well is because of the friends you have. Look, we are just, how long are you in church for? How long are we? This service is two hours. We are just about to close. When we leave here, whew, you are with your friends. On Facebook, on WhatsApp, phone call, physical um, companionship. You are with them the rest of the week. You are only in church and from the statistics, you can see how a lot of those who come for this service, you, do, you don't come for any other service. So the, the, the influence the church has on your life is less than two hours every week. And even you are not here every Sunday. <laughs> and you will not listen to the message again. You not download the message and listen to it again. I mean, that, that's small. It's like telling, I've come to, I've come to pay my, my, my what, give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. So I just came to give to, and give to God what belongs. I just came to give to God. I mean, Sunday, the Sunday, I have to show my face and salute God and let God know that, hey, <laughs> Father, I was, uh, me too, I was here some. I was here some. And then off to your life. That's why you can't do well. The kind of friends, the kind of whatever you have surrounded yourself with. And unless you break out of that thing and change. Everybody say change. Your ability to change and to come off based on an advice. Based on an appearance. Based on a new revelation, a new direction that is coming. Hallelujah. Psalm 23 verse 1. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He leadeth me. Go on, go on, bring it up. I shall not want. That means that I will prosper. I will do well. As the Lord is my shepherd, I will prosper. I will do well. Now, what is this shepherd going to do in my life? Look at what the shepherd begins to do in his life from verse 2. He makes me lie down. The shepherd is able to make this guy lie down. In other words, he, he initially didn't plan to lie down. But the shepherd said, lie down. He wanted to move on. He wanted to make some phone call. He wanted to move about. The shepherd says, lie down. Lie down here in the green pasture. And the guy said, yes, shepherd. Because you see, I, I should lie down. I have decided to lie down. And he abandons his plans and he just lies down on the floor in the green pastures. Because his shepherd says, lie down. The shepherd is able to make him lie down. I want to ask you, what is your shepherd able to make you do? He leadeth me beside the still waters. He leadeth me. The shepherd said, we are walking along this water. We are walking by the banks of the river. Hey, I'm afraid of the water. I can't fall into the river. He said, look, I'm with you. Just follow me. Step where I step. Just follow me. He leadeth me beside the still water. Hey, but I, I want to swim. He said, no. <laughs> it's not swimming time. We are walking by the river. Who, who is this? <laughs> we are walking by the river. Beside. Everybody say beside. Amen. Yeah, I want to be drinking of the water. I want to stay and be drinking the water. No, we are, I said we are walking along beside the still water. Next one. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. He leadeth me in the paths. In the what? Paths. Not in the path. So there are paths. Paths of righteousness. For his namesake, not for your namesake. His namesake. Shabalustus. Shabalastubus. Hey, what is that? It's part of it. <laughs> Verse 4. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear no evil. 
For thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Next, thou preparest the table. The shepherd prepares the table. Thou anointest my head with oil. The shepherd anoints your head with oil so that your cup will run over. Huh. Next, surely, 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 surely. You see, many of us have been quoting these verses, but, you know, <laughs> surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days. They are all conditioned on your ability to follow your shepherd. Yeah. Goodness and mercy, don't, they don't just wake up and follow anybody. But they follow those who have learned to follow the shepherd. Say amen. So I want to ask you, what is your shepherd able to make you do that you originally didn't plan to do? Are you feeling in? How many here are couples? You're married. Give me a wave. All right. There's a couple's night tonight. Isn't it? Isn't it? There's a night out for couples, married couples, tonight. Or as you say, there are, there, there's a night out for married sheep couples. Sheep, leadable sheep couples. Leadable sheep. Say leadable sheep. So, are you a leadable sheep couple or are you the opposite of uh, what I have said? Do you know the opposite of a leadable sheep? Yeah. The Bible always compares sheep and goats. So, if you are not a sheep, then what are you? You are a goat. Hey, when I went to church, I mean, the pastor was standing there insulting me. He says, I'm a goat. My mother is a goat. My father is a goat. I mean, what, what kind of church is this? Just come and be insulting us. I mean, how do you feel if you go and your pastor tells you that you're a goat? He even looked at my beard. He held my beard and said, my beard is like the beard of a goat. Nonsense church. I'm not going there again. I'm not going there again. Look at you. So, if we don't get off this point, we'll never. All right. So, let us learn to follow the voice of God. Let's learn to hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. And God is largely, listen, God is going to lead us through. Um, very soon I'm going to share with you about the voice of your shepherd the voice of your shepherd okay I'll be sharing with you about the voice of your shepherd okay now God will lead you through his word he will guide us through his word he will guide us through the Holy Spirit and he will guide us through various other things yes dreams visions and all that and with time we'll learn We'll learn about all these, all right? So, learn to follow the voice of God. Now, number two, we say that he, and we are talking about what made Isaac great, all right? And the Bible says in verse 12 that, and he sold, and Isaac sold in the same land. He sold in that land and received in the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him, and the Lord blessed him, and the Lord blessed him. So, it looks as if his sowing is connected or was connected to his blessing. The sowing that he sowed in the land, he dwelt, he obeyed God, he dwelt in Gerar, and he sowed. There was famine. Famine means no rain, nothing. But following the leading of the Lord, he planted his seed in that land where there was great famine. You see, when you are following God, you will do things that people say cannot be done. You will do things that people say you can't do it here. But because you are following the voice of God, you will succeed. God will bless that move. God will bless it. Not because of you, but because you are obeying the voice of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because you are following the leading of the Lord. And that is why he was able to plant his seed in the same year. But reason, reason didn't tell him to plant. Not reason. 
Logic didn't tell him to plant. No. Logic will not tell you to pay your tithe. When I say logic, I mean, Mont, is Ghana not hard already? How much is your salary, even if you have one? You are nurse, aren't you a nurse? Yes. One time I met a nurse, nine months, no salary. Even doctors. Last week I was speaking to a doctor. No salary. They've been asked to, uh, they, they, should, they should go home until money comes. There's money to buy, 11 million dollars to buy euros, to buy sanitary parts. But there's no money to pay doctors. There's money for guinea fowl, but not money for Dr. Fowl. <laughs> I said there's money for what? But not money for what? Not Dr. Fowl. Am I talking? There's money to renovate houses with millions of dollars to renovate a house. But there's no money to pay doctors and patients keep dying. Am I talking? And then God still speaks to you. Plant your seed. Plant your seed. In this, that type of hardship says plant your seed. Plant your seed. Here, here, here. Plant the seed. Plant the seed. Logic does not allow you to do that. So if you are following logic, you will never, you will never obey God. You will never pay tithe. Because if your income is 100 cities, tithe means, tithe means your income is 90 cities not 100 cities. If you are paid 1,000, tithe means, if you are tithe payer, it means that your income is actually 900, not 1,000. Stop saying, I have 1,000. No, you have 900. You are supposed to have only 900. 100 belongs to God. That, that's how I calculate. That's how I calculate my things. Less 10%, at least, at least 10%. Amen. But if you follow logic, no, no, no. You never pay tithe. You never pay tithe. If you follow logic, you never give offerings. You never give any meaningful offerings. You just look for some change. Uh, change the crowd. What can then? Insisa. Nature. Uh-huh, that's the word I'm looking for. Nature in the nature. Yeah. You look for some change. Some small something that you, when you give, you don't feel it. doesn't affect you. That's, what, that's, that's the level you'll be operating at. And so your blessing will also be adjusted to that level. Because the Bible says, he that sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And he who sows bountifully reaps bountifully. So may you move to higher levels. Amen? Amen. So Isaac sowed. So learn to follow the voice of God in, in sowing offerings, tithes, special offerings, all these are plants or they are seeds that you sow, okay? And then last week I also spoke about other seeds, showing love and all that, showing kindness, helping people. You may have to pay somebody school fees. It's a seed you are sowing. You may be surprised that, you see, the way you are thinking, you may never know that somebody will have to pay your children's school fees one day. You may never know how it will happen. Or your grandchildren's school fees, somebody has to, the, the life of your child or the life of your, your grandchild will be, will be at the mercy of someone helping or not helping. But seeds that you have sown earlier will speak for you. May your seed speak for you in the name of Jesus. So learn it. Anything you are doing is a seed. Your man, you have caught somebody's daughter behind a door. And you are squeezing her. You are squeezing her like orange. Hey. Think foul. Think far. You too, you, you will have a daughter one day. You too, you have a daughter one day. She will not be squeezed like an orange. Hey. Hey. 
that one they will use a scraper to scrape the juice out and the pulp and everything out my god think foul think for that this thing that you are is a seed this thing that you are doing is a seed you are sowing and there are holy watches the bible calls them holy watches they are watching all right now number three quickly His ability, um, verse 17. And Isaac departed thence and pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. Okay, remember the Philistines were envying him and everything. Okay, so he moved his tent, he pitched his tent in the valley of Gerar and dwelt there. And Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father. Ah, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names which his father had called them. Isaac's servant digged in the valley and found there a well of springing water. And the headmen of Gerar did strive with Isaac's headmen, saying, The water is ours. And he called the name of the well Essek, because they strove with him. And they digged another well and strove for that also. And he called the name of it Sitna. And he removed from thence and digged another well. Uh, and for that they strove not. And he called the name of it Rehoboth. And he said, for now the Lord has made room for us. And we shall be fruitful in the land. Hallelujah. Now the next point was his ability to make peace. His ability to make peace. Ability to make peace. Amen. He will do, make this attempt and the people will strive with him. So this is Essek. This is Sitna. And all that. They move on and on and on. You see, life, can I tell you something? Success in life is made up of some failures, some attempts. Hmm? Attempts at succeeding that you failed. And on and on. Many children who are alive today. Hmm? Oh, let me put it this other way. Many parents who have children today have suffered abortions before. Or they have suffered, what is the other one? Miscarriages. Before. Their first birth, first pregnancy, miscarriage. Then they tried again and the baby came. Sometimes the second one, miscarriage. Sometimes the third one, miscarriage. I know a couple, they had miscarriages after miscarriage after miscarriage to the point that the, the lady was afraid. Anytime she becomes pregnant, now she's afraid. Because like this one too is going to go. This one too is going to go. I mean for about three years of their marriage or so, two or three years, she had several miscarriages. One time I met her at the Kodesh. She said, Bishop, pray for me. I'm pregnant again. I said, Father, I pray. Let this one stay. I was there when she sent me a message. She said, Bishop, I've crossed three months. <laughs> hey, four months. I'll be there. And they say, Bishop, five months. I'll be there. Say, Six months. Seven months. Eight months. Nine months. Baby. Hallelujah. And then she's had, I think she's had another baby. By the grace of God. Do you see? So, your first failure should not discourage you to now abandon whatever. My first attempt to preach, really preach. Ha! Ah, you see, as soon as I mentioned it, this sister started because she has heard my story before. My first attempt to preach. ambulance, They almost brought an ambulance. I'm telling you. I stood there in front of the people. Mm, this was a church. I'd been part of, uh, during my university first year. So I, I stayed on campus during one of the breaks. You know, so I was part of um, this Legon, Legon Interdenominational Church. It's, it's, up, it's there up till now. You know, like UIC. And then so I, I was there with them. I, I joined the youth group, you know, meetings, active, sharing, whatever. And they were going to have their youth week. 
and they chose me that I should preach on Sunday morning. I said, hey. And this is a church with professors, older professors, whatever. All of them, they are all in the church. So Sunday morning, I prepared my message. I came to stand there as a youth. When I started preaching, three minutes into the preaching, well, less than three minutes after my introduction and everything, suddenly the room started becoming dark. I said, ah, why is the room becoming dark? I mean, the whole room started becoming dark until the point where I couldn't see any faces. I could only see images. Now, not only was that, my head had become very light, my stomach very light, my mouth was very dry, and there was no water around to drink, and then my legs, I, I couldn't stand. And at a point, I knew that, boy, if you hold on two more seconds, you will just drop, you will just collapse in front of there. Yeah. I, 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 that, then it dawned on me that I was fainting. I was collapsing. So I was holding the pulpit like that, and I was talking, but I couldn't see anybody. And at a point, the words couldn't even come out of my, my mouth. As I'm trying to, I'm struggling to even speak. Then I said no. So the brother who led praise and worship, you know, was nearby. At a point I said, brother, you have to take over. You have to, then I gave the microphone to him then. You know, so immediately some of the elders there saw that there was something wrong. So they, they came to me and they came to hold me and then carried me to the, uh, the vestry. There's, there's a room behind I had invited my auntie. Say, I'm going to preach. Please come. My auntie had come. Oh, wasn't crazy. Oh, you me tie. Oh, Lucy me me belt. No woman from her. They took the, the book and they started finding me. Loosen your tie. Loosen your tie like that. Loose your belt. And they started finding me. Oh, preacher. Started finding me like that, and they organized water. They said, "Please, uh, will you do, should bring some orange juice." My auntie came. She was so worried, and she was so what? I said, "Do you need anything? What should you?" So, oh, mom, mommy, I, I don't know. I don't know what is happening, but I just hey. As I was sitting there, and they were finding me. Do you know what was going on in my mind? I said, "Lord, this is the last time." This is the last time. My Lord and my God. They found me. I drank some orange juice. I drank some water. And then after some time, the, I, I could hear them, them leading praises still. The presiding elder came back and said, Young man, are you feeling better? I said, yes, sir. I'm, I'm feeling. He said, okay, you have to go back and finish. I said, ah. This ogre, what is wrong with him now? You see, there was a door, there was a door leading that door when you open, then you see the street. So, as I was sitting there, oh, my mind is Lord, from here, I'm passing through this door. I hit the street. I don't want anybody inside the church to see my face. This is the end, hey. Including inside the church was also a certain sister I had been seeing. Hey. <laughs> my Lord and my God. I said, Lord, I'll just pass here. The man came and the way he spoke, I couldn't resist. So he said, I said, oh, sir. He said, no, no, don't worry. I'll put you behind uh, there's a smaller pulpit. It has a chair. So if, in case of any, you can sit down and preach. Hey! If I recently, as I thought about it, I said, I want to look for this man and then go and, he's a, I think he's a professor now, I want to look for him and go and thank him for giving me that second chance. Else, so by now. Hey! So, don't get discouraged. So, and I went back and I managed to preach by the grace of God. And that church too, that church too, when you finish preaching, the pastor always stands at the door and you have to shake everybody. 
So can you imagine? Because sometimes when people are preaching, they can't really see you. When you are in the people can't really see you, so it doesn't matter. You can hide. But this one, after I had to stand there, and then the the chief, the presiding elder, also was standing there, and then was shaking everybody. He said, "Ah, this is the fainting preacher. This is the fainting preacher." That was all that was going on. Oh Lord, today you have disgraced me, pa. You have, and you have everybody to see how. Oh. Am I talking? So, he dug several wells and then it didn't work. Alright, now, so in your life, remember, there may be several attempts, but keep pressing. I said keep pressing. Keep pressing. One day it's going to work. I said one day it's going to work. One day it's going to happen. In the name of Jesus. And also, you see, your ability to make peace. Because he could have, he could have, the people were trying to fight with him. I said, okay, you want this? All right. All right. Then he moved to the next one. And he kept moving until he dug one that nobody strove with him. Okay. So, love peace rather than always war and fighting. Some of you like fighting too much. Too much. Too much. There's a, a man on TV, he used to come or brush show and all that. Uh, well, what is his name? He's always, he's like a litigant. So much so that Tatari. Is it Kata or Tata? Katari. Hey. Uh, I don't know whether he's like that in real life. But he's so much like that on TV. That I don't know whether he's still on that. Anytime you see him, it's like he's quarreling. He's challenging some, some litigants. I don't think it's, it's not a proper life. It's not a proper life. Hmm? So ask your neighbor, are you a Qatari in life? Are you a Qatari type of brother or sister? Hmm? Amen. Hey, Pastor, so if I've married my husband and some girl is trying to uh, uh, take him from me, so I should give it to, I should give him to her and then I should go and find another. Is that what you are saying? Hey, Pastor, is that what you are saying? That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying what I am saying. <laughs> All right? And the last point, the last point, you see, the Isaac was, the Bible said he dug a well. Okay? He dug a well. Now, Digging a well, that means that Isaac knew that, look, there's water down there. I got to get to the water. I'm not waiting for the water to get to me. I'm going to dig and dig and dig until I find water. All right. So he was into, he was using, he was into higher technology. He was into high tech. He was using technology. He was into irrigation. Hey, he was into what? Irrigation. Which is a higher form of wisdom, applying wisdom at a higher level. Okay, now many of us are not into irrigation. We are not into high tech. Our seven of God doesn't involve higher things. We are still, we are still where things were years ago. It's time to grow up and to rise up. That's why we talk about podcasts. That's why we are saying that the phone that you have, that phone can be used for the gospel. It can let you do well in Christ. It can help you to grow. That phone can have books on that you can read. That phone can have scriptures, can have a Bible that you can read. That phone is not only for WhatsApp. That phone is not only for text message. That phone is not only for phone calls. That phone can preach to you. That phone can be a source of preaching and teaching and revelations. That phone, everybody say, that phone. Say, my phone. Say, my tablet can bless me and can help me to grow. Amen. Instead of watching all kinds of useless things on YouTube, you can be watching useful things on YouTube. Yeah. Go to YouTube and subscribe to Daggy What Mills preaching. You see videos more coming preaching, then you'll be anointed and blessed, and wisdom will come to you. You are just watching uh, whatever, always entertainment, this, this story, that story, and foolish films, and, and, and nude things, and all kinds of useless stories that's what you specialize yourself in and you'll be gossiping about at workplace what do you talk about at your workplace 
What do you talk about at your workplace? What do, what do you discuss? Amen. How many are going to use high tech to advance in the kingdom of God? To advance in the things of God. Hallelujah. Well, put your hands together for the Lord and stand to your feet. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for your revelation. We pray that we will be obedient and serve you and love you more and more and more. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit. Place your hand on your heart as I pray. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. Sing it, everybody. Very simple song. To be pleasing you, pleasing you. This is all I really want to do. Oh, to be pleasing you. Oh, Lord, pleasing. This is all I really want to do. For the last time to be pleasing you, sing it. To be pleasing you, oh Lord, pleasing you. This is all, this is all I really want to do. To be pleasing you, to be pleasing you. Oh Lord, please in you. This is all I really want to do. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice that will please you, that will please you, that will please you. May this be our greatest desire. May this be our greatest heart cry to please you, to love you, to serve you, oh God. And may we be blessed as we live to please you and to serve you with all our hearts. Thank you dear Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Father may our lives be changed. May our life be changed and transformed by your power in the name of Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed. You are here, you want to say pastor I'm not sure whether I'm born again. I want to be born again. I want to give my heart to Jesus. If you are here like that lift up your right hand to the Lord. I want to pray with you. I'm not sure whether I'm saved but I want to be sure. I want to be sure. Lift up your right hand. Anybody? 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 Thank you, Lord. I pray. Bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-000. 090 Till we come your way again, remain blessed.